Hey everyone, welcome to Minimally Millennial. I'm Shelby. And I'm JP. Our intention with this podcast is to create a community for young millennials navigating adulthood for the first time. We strive to look at life with direction and purpose and want to share this vision with all of y'all. Rather than avoiding the tough conversations, we want to talk about them and get them out in the open. So if you're like us and have days when you ask yourself, how the hell did I get here and what am I supposed to do next? Then you're in the right place. So together, we will unlock the secrets of adulting and try to answer the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by the Dragonfly Massage and Body Work Therapy in Greenville, North Carolina. Allie Hain, the owner and founder of the Dragonfly, has 11 years of experience in body work therapy. She's extremely loved and well-known in our community and does a superb job at massages, if I do say so myself. Some services she offers includes Swedish, deep tissue, prenatal, and hot stone therapy. So if you'd like to make an appointment at the Platinum Winner of Massages in Greenville, North Carolina, you can check out her website at thedragonfly.us. If you mention Minimally Millennial at your appointment, you'll receive a 10% discount on your service. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Minimally Millennial. Today, we are going to be doing a life catch-up episode. It has episode. It has been a very interesting and exciting two to three weeks in the Minimally Millennial fam. So we're super excited to share that with you guys and uh, get started on today's catch-up episode. Yes, we. Although Shelby and I have been together in all of these updates. I definitely miss our podcast in that time. I feel so. like it's been forever. It hasn't been, but it feels like it's been forever. Yes. Sorry we've missed uh, out talking to y'all for the last two weeks, but we have some big news. Yeah. I feel like I don't want to steal your thunder, but I feel like my millennial moment steals thunder. No. Well, if you follow us on Instagram, <laughs> you already have these updates, but- <gasps> On number one news, well, I guess the Minimally Millennial fam has welcomed two new members to the family. Two. Two. One is JP's engagement. I'm engaged. to the fam officially. Ellis will talk all about how she feels and things like that. I've had it in a second. And then we welcomed in our little baby, our first Minimally Millennial baby. So our other bestie, shout out to Gabby and John for their new baby girl, Emmy. And I'm officially a godmom. That's how I met my millennial moment. And it's actually a gal pal. Gal, gal pal. N- number four. Number four. We mm-hmm. should post that picture on our Instagram. I didn't think about that. Oh, okay. I'll post there. it now. We'll post it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <gasps> but so because of so many big life things, I think my minimally millennial moment, my millennial moment is that like within two to three weeks, my two best friends, like one got engaged, one had a baby. I've mm-hmm. never felt more my age ever, not in a bad way. And just like an exciting way reminded me that these next steps are also just as exciting as all the steps that we've taken before this. They're not scary. We've talked about this before, but they're not scary. They're exciting. I like, couldn't it, be happier than for the two of you. Thank you. I think it was definitely a mixture of excitement and scariness right after Ellis proposed. I'm like, wait, I've been so focused on like, 
every I feel like because I love him so much and I was so ready for our next chapter. But then when it actually happens and it's here, it's like, oh, whoa, oh my gosh, wait, what's actually happening? And then you're looking back and even my dad mentioned, he was like, think about where you were three years ago and the mm-hmm. place in your life and what you were doing. He was like, this, this is it. This is you're becoming the woman you wanted to become. And that oh. was really cool. Yeah. I think I've watched that moment of you guys have that across the table and I was crying and you guys were cute. And I was like, this is the most beautiful thing between a father and a daughter I've ever seen. (laughs) Wait for all the listeners that haven't caught up, like give us the engagement story. Let's hear it. All right. So you said to say like a thousand times, but I don't care. It's for the, it's for for our listeners. Yeah. For the listeners. Ellis and I have been dating for over two years now and we love him. He's fabulous. Everything I could have dreamed of. He teases me. This hopefully this episode I I uh, give him all the love. He always says, yeah, he says I, I'm too hard on him. Yeah. <laughs> Which we but never have. We just talk shit about him putting loose papers in a backpack. Yes. That's the only thing we've ever said. And when he was hung over on a couch because he's oh, over yeah. 30. <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Um and so the weekend that just passed was a, the Clemson NC State football game at Clemson. And if you don't know, Ellis and I are huge Clemson fans because that is where Shelby and I went to grad school and Ellis graduated from undergrad to Clemson. So although we don't live there, we're not close to there anymore. It was great that we actually met each other on Bumble already having that Clemson connection. And so because of our Clemson history and roots there with our families, I was so focused on a proposal coming this weekend that we had planned for this big, big, huge football game. And instead, what ended up happening was I had a weekend at home and I'm a planner and I like to be productive. So we had one weekend in town. I decided to plan a garage sale Saturday morning and then a cocktail party and game night with some friends Saturday night. Little did I know Ellis was also planning to propose to me as a surprise (laughs) on that same Saturday in town. And so he didn't really have an excuse to tell me no to these other events. So we had these other planned. I I had the garage sale super successful, but he kept telling me he wanted to go on a picnic. And I was like, okay. I tried to like convince him like, maybe we should go on Sunday. And he was like, no, I was like, huh, like he never pushes back on something. So I was like, okay, well, we'll go on Saturday. And there is a place where we live called the town commons and it's by the river and an amphitheater and lots of grassy trees everywhere. And it's called the town commons. We get out there and there's not a soul out there. It was like, we had the whole to ourselves, and we set up, he made all of our picnic food uh, because I was focused on the garage sale that morning, packed us a little picnic backpack. We had our music playing, a little blanket, and we're just chatting, talking. He starts telling me all these sweet things because I was just venting. And he, But then he starts to compliment me, which is nice. He compliments me a lot. So it wasn't like I thought it was out of the blue. <laughs> and then he kind of got to a point where I thought it was a good stopping point in the conversation. I said, I got to pee. <laughs> part of the story by the way <laughs> and he looks at me I've never seen this look on his face I, y'all can't see me obviously but it was like a look of uh, uh, re- what really right now but it was like such a minuscule moment because I have to pee all the time and he's actually usually very understanding to it so and I had to walk five minutes to the bathroom there's a <laughs> there's a photographer like hiding and he had to text her to say don't worry she hasn't walked away 
No, uh, the photographer texted him and was like, did she say no? No, no, no. He texted her first. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I come back and he's like, all right, you do you want to go on a walk? And I was like, oh, that sounds nice. I, and we get up and he grabs my hands and he goes, so I lied to you. And I was like, what? Oh. <laughs> and he said, this picnic really wasn't like a spur of the moment thing. It's been something I've been planning for the last year because that's as long as I've known I've wanted to marry you. And then I black out. <laughs> <laughs> he starts saying all these really sweet things. I do remember having the thought cross my mind saying like, oh my God, this is so well-spoken and so clear and he's so confident and this is all for me. And I was like, he's proposing. I interrupted him at one point. I was like, Ellis Pickens. And then he finally said my full name, got down on one knee, he pulls out the ring, just loose out of his pocket. He's like, will you loose. marry me? Yeah, just loose. Not a, It wasn't like a box or anything. And um, said, will you marry me? And I said, it's perfect before I even said yes. And then I was like, yes. And he said that I, he, he thought I was like about to like run away because I felt like literally a dog with zoomies. I was so excited. I just wanted to run around and scream because I, uh, I can't wait to see those pictures. But then he pointed out the photographer. That was great. We took a few photos together and she goes, all right, I've got to get to a, a wedding in Jacksonville. And I was like, okay, bye. Thank you so much. And he was like, why don't you call your siblings? And I was like, I got to call my dad first. My dad didn't answer. Call my siblings on video call. Only two of them answer. But I was like, oh my God, hey, oh my gosh, look what happened. That obviously they knew. And they're out of state somewhere. Um, and Ellis is packing up the picnic. We get in the car as I'm talking to them. He's like, hey, why don't we go to Local Oak, which is the brewery we had our first date at. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. And we get to the brewery. Um, as we walk in, I said, did you tell the bartenders that we're coming? He's like, no. And then when we walk up, she goes, are you our newly engaged couple? I was like, well, that's us. Yes. But I, I didn't think you knew. We got our drinks and walking outside, mm -hmm. outside of this brewery, huge oak tree. And I just turn to the right and I see all of my friends. I had come from out of town, out of town, out of state, out of the country, came to celebrate with us. Shall we organize this little? That was my favorite part when you put. I loved a, it. I was like, we could do this. They had a tunnel of hands for us to run through. I started crying. I was just overwhelmed with all the best emotions. And my our parents were at the end. Two both sets of parents were at the end of the tunnel for us to like just hug and celebrate and super super special. Those How are you feeling time. now that they, I guess now that kind of, I know you're still in the wave of celebrating from this weekend, like, mm -hmm. how do you feel now? Like engaged? I know it's something we've talked about and like something you've wanted, like, how do you feel? Oh, it's, it's like, great. Perfect. Like, so you feel different now. I feel, I feel right. Like, yeah. I feel oh. like one of the, the, th the cheesy thing that they say is like, when you know, you know, right. Or like I keep saying, like there should be a word that dis that can describe how I'm feeling because love isn't big enough. Oh, and, <laughs> and I mean, it's probably the closest to perfect that you could get in any moment. Um, that's that's just how I feel, and on top of the world, um, it's I. He's my person. He's he's my soulmate. Truly. Oh. 
that's going to be a fun ass wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm over here cheesing. You can't see it. And I'm struggling with words because it, I, I mean, I feel speechless from these last two weeks. Um, and we, and the fact that we got spent two weekends in a row with both sets of parents and they get along so well, like merging of these two families is so meaningful and special. It's, it's incredible. Undescribable. I hope everyone can find this one day. That's amazing. Thank you for letting me share my story. <laughs> we have to, like I said, Alice can finally be, be, uh, be inducted into the Eminem fam. Not yes. like he wasn't already, but I guess now like legally. Legally. Well, I guess he beat me to the proposal, whatever. <laughs> I kept telling Ellis if he didn't propose, I was going to, and that's just who's going to be that. <laughs> so that's you know what? My favorite part of your engagement story, though. Tell me. From our perspective. So like from a friend perspective. Oh. Ellis, like we had started planning it maybe like a month or so before we had talked about it. I was like so paranoid because JP like knows everything. And I was paranoid she was going to figure it out. So like I had Ellis, like he like changed my name in his phone. We like st only texted. I felt like, like a mistress. We only texted at work hours when I knew you wouldn't be around. <laughs> and I was all like very stressed. And um, I remember the, like one of the closer days of, I can't remember if I asked about your nails, but I was like, do you have someone to take pictures? And do you have like her nails done? But you had sent a Snapchat like a week before be like, oh, Ellis sent me to get my nails done. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> so he had done, but for you saying he's not that much of a planner he did a great job and oh he he was numbed out he's ready for me to take over wedding planning for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well but my but my favorite part of this whole engagement story is all morning like i'm driving to get to jp her friends are like start and greenville are like starting to set things up and alice is sending us these snapchats of you like doing random chores around the house we were all like jp doesn't even know like can she just relax for a second jp's like at the yard like he he'll, he would like send us all snapchats snapchats like so now i'm having a yard sale day of proposal or <laughs> now getting fall decorations out of the attic day of proposal <laughs> my favorite one though is jp's fully dressed in like like looks so cute in jumpsuit hair done makeup done and she's vacuuming her stairs <laughs> like JB, that is so funny to me that you're just like back in your stairs, like doing these mundane things. And we're all like, she has no freaking clue. Because no, I want this for so long. I was like, you have everybody kept saying, like, I think she knows, I think she knows. I was like, I don't think she knows anything. She'd be freaking out way more if she knew. Like, you would not have done all those things. You would be like, well, let's go to the picnic 7 a.m. If that's what's playing, if you would have figured it out, I feel like you would have been be like, okay, cool, let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't even know. <laughs> I think I was so focused on it being. This last the, the mm -hmm. weekend after it happened, you got a man that knows you. And I mean, I did start to test people a little bit because mm -hmm. like our my my friend Lauren, I didn't think she could have lied to me at all. And I <laughs> tested her and she did straight to my face and I believed it. And I'm like, dang, I got a lot of good liars in my life. I need to watch out. Hey, when it comes to hey, when it comes to a surprise for you, <laughs> I'm not it. a good I'm not a good liar. I panicked loud and told JP I was gonna be like out of state like weeks before because I was too scared. That was smart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I didn't talk to her like all week. I say her, you, you, whichever to everybody <laughs> listening. I didn't talk to you for like the full whole week beforehand. Cause I was like, if you ask me one question, I'm gonna cave and I can't do it. I did notice how I didn't have a lot of texts that week. <laughs> <laughs> I was too scared to text you. <sighs> because you're just like a little mole. You would have sniffed it right out. So I was too scared. So that was, I'm, I'm, a, I've, I'm a millennial. 
I'm an adult. We are all millennials are grown ass adults. And <laughs> some of us. <laughs> you are. You are. No, I'm just giving you shit. You're like, now I'm engaged. I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen some really adult things this weekend. Yeah. Two weekends. Wait. No, this week. This, this past week. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to share what you experienced? Yeah. So our other best friend Gabby and John delivered their first child this week, which also made me feel, I think I said at the top of this episode, but all these things we think about growing up that sound scary and you know, they're supposed to be exciting. I just like, from my perspective for both of you, I've just never felt so happy to like have things happen to you guys. I'm going to like start crying again. I've also decided apparently over the past two weeks, I'm a softie. I've like never cried more in my life than I have in the past like two weeks. But like, I just, as your, as y'all's friend, I feel like I just feel nothing but like happiness and joy for both of you because these are big steps. These are big life steps. And I was just so blessed to have been like, been a part of it. But, you know, a lot of big things are coming for you guys these next, you know, few years. And I just couldn't be more happy for you guys. Thank you. I needed you and you, you made it happen. Oh, I wasn't going to miss that. I was going to miss that for either of you. I was going to be there. It didn't matter. I did a lot of driving. I know. Tell them, tell them your like driving plans these last few weeks. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Like to come see you. I literally drove six, eight, eight out. I drove home to North Carolina, like right after work, got up, drove to you. And then it was like almost nine hours back from JP to my home worth every second of it. And that was on like a Sunday. I did that long drive. And then Tuesday, Wednesday morning at like three in the morning, I get a call from john and saying like okay like it's happening which is so funny because you said the day before yeah like had a feeling the baby was gonna come early gabby had told me and asked how she was feeling and she was like i feel like i've been hit by a truck she's like i think these are pre-labor pains but it's way too early the baby's due date was october 4th so even to hit the due date we thought it'd be after that um and then yeah i got the call at three in the morning he's like the baby's coming i was like okay you just tell me when i need to leave an hour later he's like it's happening you need to come up here and so i drove turned around at like four in the morning and drove two hours back to greenville south carolina and we delivered a baby and then i drove back to atlanta <laughs> wednesday night and <laughs> went to work thursday friday Ooh, true so, friend right here i could not have missed either of that for youtube for anything i like would not have not been there but it was <clears throat> beautiful they have a beautiful baby girl I'm like a sucker. Everybody's sucker. I cried so much. Everybody kept being like, like, oh, you're going to cry. Like, I'm not going to cry. I was like, I'm going to love that baby, but I'm not going to cry. I sobbed probably more than the newborn baby did. (laughs) (laughs) And then like, I held her for the first time and like, nobody was watching because they were like talking to doctors and I just like softly sobbed, like staring at this baby. I was like, I'm like, this is my goddaughter. I wasn't going to, which is, I feel like such like an honor anyways, because I know like my God mom is so important to me. And it was actually my mom's best friend is my godmom. And mm-hmm. so like she means so much to me. And I feel like I got emotional knowing that like I get to do this for another little girl. Oh God, I'm gonna cry again. I'm okay. such a softy. You know what? Everybody keeps saying old age hardens you, but I'm like getting so weak now. What's wrong with this? showing some emotions, girl? Uh, I gotta button up buttercup. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong no. with it. No, it's but, but it's been like such a great, I didn't even think about that. It's only been a week. I keep thinking it's been two weeks. Like we've only missed one week. Sure. But it's felt like it's, but it's been a week. So in the same seven days, I do his friend had a baby and got proposed to. Uh, 
So that's why we don't have an official topic tonight. We just like wanted all these beautiful, lovely next life steps we wanted to share with everybody. Yeah. And also a reminder too, I think we're doing this podcast while also living our lives, working Mm full-time jobs, doing all the things. And, but this podcast is so important. It is a part of our life as well. Like someone told me, they're like, JP, the first thing I saw was your engagement announcement on the Minimally Millennial page. I was like, (laughs) oh. How cool is that? Like they saw it on that before they saw it on like anything my friends posted. Did I tell you that I I posted? I felt uh, felt a hint of fame when I was at your engagement party because none of your friends in Greenville have really met me like a couple of them have. (laughs) But I had more than one person like turn around and look at me and they're like, Shelby. And I was like, yes, hi. And they're like, oh my God, I recognize your voice. And I was like, "Ah!" I was like, sorry, no pictures, no pictures. <laughs> or we finally got to meet our lovely sponsor, Allie. That I told you, she said to me for the first time, I finally got to meet Allie. Oh, yeah. You're and short. She, yeah. And she goes, You're so much shorter than I thought you were going to be. And I was like, Thank you for supporting our dream. <laughs> I was like, I love you. <laughs> so it was a big, big week. Yeah. No. And I, you got to meet Katie, who came from yeah. Canada. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I got to meet JP. I didn't think we'd get to meet till the wedding. Got to meet JP's long time number one bestie from Canada. We were texting. It was so awesome. Oh, you were texting before? Yeah. Just about like what to wear and things like that. And then we got to meet Celeste. Oh, Um, Celeste. Oh, that's, oh, that surprised me when she came. JP did a lot of crying too. Yeah, I did a lot of crying. (laughs) But it was just such a fun thing. I think if there's anything, I feel like I've also learned from this past week too, is, you know, we can do all this planning, we can do all these things, but at the end of the day, like life happens the way it's meant to it's supposed to happen. I know that sounds so cheesy, but we talk about all the all the time about like things we didn't learn, things we didn't know. I don't think I realized how much the, being there for be, these big life moments or thing for people you care about would ground you so much in like the moment. Mm-hmm. It sounds so cheesy, but I feel like me and my roommate, I was joking. We're like, make sure to take like, you know, like snapshots with your eyeballs. Like <laughs> so taking pictures, but like just having these like memories. memories. Like these are ones that you're going to remember forever. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't know because my memory well, yeah. sucks. I've had four concussions. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, I have a sister like who's a out. photographer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> At one point, uh, Katie, her mom came up to me and maybe like asked me how I was doing and Katie responded for me. And and I don't remember exactly what she said, but I remember I was like, that was the most perfect description. Katie was like, JP's got her hostess mode style on right now. She's going to come over. She's going to talk to you for a minute and she's going to smile really big and then she's going to have to move on. And that's how she's doing. And I was like, yes, that was great. <laughs> I mean, there were so many people. I'm special. I'll to celebrate you guys though. Yeah. We're, that's like, I, we had a wedding talk with the parents this weekend and we shared with them that both of us never really thought about having a huge big wedding before. We thought it was mostly kind of like, meh, why, why do all that? But like you said, in these moments where you really realize, at least for us, it's the people in our lives that make our lives feel special and it makes everything seem worth it. And, you know, obviously you have your family, but then your friends are that are the chosen family. And Ellis and I have that. I have that individually. Ellis has that individually. And then allowing our worlds to combine is the most it feels like the most special thing because our people are just so important to us. And now we were ready to just party it out hard and big. And I can't wait for, like, I want to say my big fat Greek wedding, but I'm not Greek, but like, yeah. Like basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. How many? How many people you think you said you can probably be having at that wedding? Because I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting that out any details. Yeah. <laughs> fine. 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 <laughs> but I think you know, just to kind of like wrap today's shorter episode up in general, I think we wanted to catch you guys up, let you know what's been going on while we've been a little bit more absent and all the exciting things that are moving forward for JP and us and all the things in our lives. And we'll get back to our regularly scheduled program, you know, next week. I'm really excited for the things we got going on in October for you guys, but wanted to share this because you guys are part of our lives too. So, but what's also cool is to be on the lookout. Minimally Millennial is still growing as a brand mm. and we have projects coming up and we, although our lives are continuing to grow outside of the podcast, we want y'all to know that this, we're getting enough love and support that it's something we want to continue to grow. So we're building, working on building a website where work Shelby's doing incredible with our Instagram page. And we're hoping for some actual like events and things that y'all can grasp that are outside of just listening to us on the podcast. And we love suggestions and anything you have for us. We're open to trying new things and connecting with our listeners the, the way they want to be connected with. Absolutely. We do this because we love it so much. And I think, yeah, we just got a lot of things on the horizon that I'm really excited for. Uh, all great things. And all things for you guys that we want to connect with you guys and make this a community that's really for you. So we're super excited. Like JP said, any suggestions you have, you know, you can always find us on our DM, on our, uh, you know, email, things like that. And lots of big things coming. So please stay tuned and, you know, we're going to keep growing this thing. <laughs> we love y'all. Yeah, we Thanks. love you guys. And we'll see you next, next week. week. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. We want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you like what you heard, make sure to download, rate, and review. For more content from your faves, follow us on Instagram at minimally.millennial.podcast. A new episode is released every Sunday at midnight, so don't forget to set those reminders for your Monday morning commute. We'll see you next week to once again tackle the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? <laughs>